This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. Airbnb. I just got invited to the first wedding of the summer. Yeah. Happens to be a gay wedding. Nice. Very excited to attend. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay. Second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host, you make money while you sleep and... While someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by Audible, the home of storytelling. Protect her. That's from the opening chapter of The Last Thing He Told Me. Or is it protect her. It's Protector. Yeah, it's like that. It's a thrilling mystery my wife and I listened to on Audible. It actually got adapted into a TV show, but it was way more riveting as an audiobook, wasn't it, man? It's about a tech executive who disappears when his company gets indicted on accounting fraud. But he disappeared to protect her. And honestly, we shouldn't say anymore. Let's stop we that. We listen to the whole audiobook on Audible while driving in the car on road trips. And you should too. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Friday. Fajita Friday, October 27th, and today's pod, it is the best one yet. It's a T-Boy. What a T-B-O-Y, Jack. We are four days from Halloween. Yetis, are you going as the ghost of Twitter? Or are you going as a double-digit latte demon? Let us know your business-themed Halloween costumes at T-Boy Pod on Instagram. All right, so Jack and I, next week, we're picking the best pop biz costumes that are out there, and then we're sharing them on the pod. Jack, what's our first story for today's T-Boy? For our first story, this summer, Mattel sold $600 million worth of Barbie and Ken dolls. But that toy news is also why the stock market just fell. For our second story, Ford reached a deal with their auto union. The strike is over. Honk your F-150s. The strikers are getting paid, and it's all thanks to the art of anchoring. And our third and final story is the top stock of the last five years. It's shockingly Celsius Energy. Celsius Energy Drink. Yetis, this energy drink is an overnight success. 20 years in the making. But Yetis, before we hit that fantastic mix of stories today. Jack, there is no other way I'd want to go into a weekend. Wonderful mix of stories today. We're here to report to you the newest form of Uber ride. Which is the slowest form of Uber ride. Get this. Uber just announced that you can book a hot air balloon on the Uber app. One sec, Jack. I'm just hailing a hot air balloon in the Uber app. The giant balloons you see every summer at the local county fair. Those giant balloons, those are now an Uber ride. So you could book a tour at a Camry and get there in five minutes. Or you could book a hot air balloon and get there in five hours. Automobiles are powered by gas. Hot air balloons are powered by mm, a different kind of gas. <laughs> yeah, it is the fastest way you're going to get there. It's a windy day. <laughs> 
<laughs> but also, if you're afraid of heights, oh, you're, you're getting a one star rating on this thing, Jack. Now, Nick and I should point out these balloons are only available to hail from one destination. You can only get a hot air Uber balloon in Cappadocia, Turkey, a region famous for its hot air balloons. Also, we should point out you don't take a balloon to get to a destination. <laughs> no, you are taking off and returning to the exact same place, right, Jack? Right. With a hot air balloon Uber, you don't go from A to B. You go from A to A. It's just an A to A situation, Yetis. You go up and you come back down. Honestly, you're going to be happy you got back down. (laughs) Add it all up. Uber is becoming the super app we've always hoped it would become. But Uber, one second. This is Nick and Jack here. We got to talk to you for a moment. If you really want to be a super app, you should add one thing. Podcasts. Podcasts. If we're going to wait 20 minutes for a car to arrive, we may as well be listening to our 20-minute show. 20 minutes. The perfect window for a T-Boy pod episode. Hey, Dara, let's hit our three stories. You do five-star ratings. We do five-star ratings, too. Podcasts. Let's add them to the Uber app. H-Y-H-U-B-E-R. <laughs> 15 years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea to cause a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack. That's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, because we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. Start the show. For our first story, Mattel, they just reported record sales thanks to two people, Barbie and Ken. But those doll sales are the same reason that stocks fell on Thursday. Jack, put down your Cabbage Patch kid over there. We just heard from Mattel's CEO. What did he say? Well, the real Mattel CEO, not the one played by Will Ferrell in the Barbie movie. Thank you for sprinkling on that context, my friend. Mattel's third quarter earnings, Yetis, they just jumped 9% from last year. Driven by dolls. Dolls, but it wasn't Polly Pocket. It was Barbie. Barbie doll sales hit $605 million in the third quarter, up 16% from the year before. Barbie, congratulations. You are officially a billionaire right now. The Barbie movie helped Mattel break a four-quarter streak of sales shrinkage. But Jack, we should point out it wasn't just Barbie's dream house driving these sales, was it, my friend? It was also the Mojo Dojo Casa house, wasn't it, Nick? Jack, what was the patriarchy doing for Mattel over there? <laughs> Ken had something to do with Mattel's results, too. Another highlight? It was Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels sales are surging these days. Mattel's vehicle division enjoyed 22% higher sales thanks to Hot Wheels. But yet, here's what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. Mattel's stellar summer earnings weren't the only big financial news yesterday, was it, Jack? No, yesterday we also heard that America's GDP looks just like Barbie. Yeah, America's gross domestic product. Yetis, the government announced that our GDP grew 4.9% in the third quarter. That is blockbuster economic growth. Jack, you and I have been covering the markets I, since we worked in finance. That I don't Have we seen a number like that in our careers? I looked into it, Nick. That is the best non-pandemic quarter of economic growth in 23 years. Yetis, the last time America's economy grew like this, it was Y2K and you had a Tamagotchi. Totally snuck up on us, but apparently this summer was fantastic for the U.S. economy's growth. All right, Jack, let's whip out the whiteboard and do a recap here. Economic data and Mattel's corporate earnings are showing that consumer spending was surging over last summer. But the key word in Nick's sentence there that we want to highlight was. Yeah, was surging. Both the GDP report and Mattel's earnings are backward-looking reports. Guess what, Yetis? Despite insanely impressive numbers, Mattel's stock, it fell. 
7% yesterday. Why? Because Mattel forecasts that holiday sales are going to be flat this year. Despite Christmas Barbie, Kwanzaa Ken, and Hanukkah Hot Wheels. Based on October's toy sales so far, Mattel forecasts a sad Christmas of sales. And slower toy sales are a signal for the rest of the economy. And a signal for our takeaway. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Mattel? Stock prices look forward. And everything changed in October. Yetis, yesterday, the NASDAQ stock exchange fell 2%, one of its worst days of the year. Overall, stock markets are in a correction right now. They're down 10% from their highs earlier in the year. Now, besties, we should point out, it's not entirely clear why. Like, it could be the interest rates that keep on rising, or it could be because Congress hasn't had a speaker all month. It could also be that the world has been on edge following the October 7th terror attacks. The war in the Middle East could escalate, which is a major new risk for the whole global economy. And consumers don't spend as much money when they're worried about war. So, Yetis, Barbie sales surged over the summer and GDP popped over the summer. But stock prices look forward and the future got scarier in October. For our second story, Ford just ended one of the biggest auto strikes in history. And there's a negotiation lesson here. The art of anchoring. Jack, let's whip out the calendars for a second. Uh, hot strike summer become a no strike November. Yetis, since September 15th, the UAW, the United Auto Workers, have been on strike. With 149,000 workers of Ford, General Motors, and Chrysler, this was the main event of hot strike summer. Like there were other strikes, this was the strike. But for Ford, at least, hot strike summer is over. Because here's the news. Ford CEO Jim Farley just shook hands with union leader Sean Fain, and they agreed to a four and a half year labor deal. Now, the deal is going to go to a vote, and the union members are expected to approve. And historically, once one of the Detroit car companies signs a labor deal, the other two just, they kind of just jump in and do it too, don't they, Jack? No, they copy and paste. That's what they do. <laughs> don't forget to change the word Ford for GM, though. <laughs> It's a big deal for two reasons. All right, and here they are. The first reason this auto deal is a big deal is because Jack's in the market for a car, aren't you, Jack? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually trying to get a pickup truck. And it was making me sweat that all the pickup truck factories weren't running. Jack like begins every conversation we have saying, you know, I'm trying to get this Ford Fiesta and I can't get the price down on the APR. <laughs> you know, I'm in the market for a Tacoma right now. So Those car companies didn't get back online. You were going to go Kia Sorento, weren't you, Jack? The second <laughs> reason that this is a big deal is that the strikes cost the car companies a lot of money. And we got the numbers on how much money they cost. Each week, as more and more workers were walking off the job, it became more and more painful to the car companies. Here are the numbers, Yetis. This auto strike cost General Motors $200 million every single week. That's almost a billion dollars a month that GM is suffering when the strike continues. Nearly a billion dollars a month. Sit down, stand up, and sit back down in that car seat again. So Ford stock opened higher on Thursday on gratitude that those strike losses are going to stop. Now, Yetis, we know what you're wondering. What did workers get out of this strike? They got about half of what they were demanding. But here's the key, Yetis. Half of a big thing... <gasps> is still a big thing. If you asked for a big thing. And the auto workers, they asked for a big thing. They were asking for a lot. Half of a lot is pretty darn good. <laughs> and that is actually a negotiating tactic. So Jack, what's the takeaway for all our buddies who are negotiating something? The auto worker strike reveals the art of anchoring. 
Yet he's here's what the Ford workers will get. They will get a 25% pay raise plus a cost of living adjustment if inflation rises. What they won't get is the four-day work week and the pension that they were asking for. But here's the thing. By asking for so much, the auto workers anchored the negotiation at a very high point. So when they ended up in the middle, it was still a historic win for auto workers. And this is the key. The United Auto Workers Union was willing to walk away. Literally, they actually did walk away. And that gave them all the leverage to make high demands. Now, besties, Jack and I should point out in our negotiating experience, there is always a risk of anchoring too high. Yeah, the other side can walk away. And that could leave you stuck without a deal. The deal could fall apart. But this auto strike, it shows the negotiating power of anchoring. Especially if you're willing to walk away. Canva. Yeah, it is. In sports, as in business, if you look good, you feel good, and you'll play good. That's why we love Canva. It's simply the best online graphic design software we've ever used. Neither one of us are designers, and yet both of us have created beautiful designs for our business using Canva. We designed our merch on Canva. We designed our social posts on Canva. We designed the signs for our T-Boy Live show on Canva. True story. Oh, and Canva isn't just for startups or entrepreneurs either, because 90% of Fortune 500 companies now use Canva. But it definitely is for startups like us, the T-Boy Podcast Media Company. Our creative director literally said... She cannot live without Canva. And we believe her. It'll make your business look good, which will make you feel good, and you'll perform better. So Yeti, start designing today at canva.com. Canva, designed for work. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Yetis, how good is the feeling of finally getting something off your chest? You've been wanting to say it. You've been waiting to say it. But you bottled it up. In Waspy, Vermont, where I grew up, we didn't talk much about our problems. We were encouraged to keep them to yourself. Yetis, bottling up your feelings is just horrible for you because eventually it blows up with an outburst and then while it's stewing, it makes your whole stomach feel terrible. We encourage you to get it off your chest. And the perfect place to do that is therapy. You will not believe how good it feels to say something that has been left unsaid and you can practice with a therapist and then end up telling your loved ones the best way possible later on. You don't have to tell them, but you could. It's 100% up to you. Oh, and by the way, what you tell your therapist remains completely confidential. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-Boy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-Boy. For our third and final story before the weekend, the number one stock on Wall Street for the last five years it's an energy drink called Celsius. Celsius energy drink proves that overnight success can take 20 years. Jack, we got to go energy drink du jour. Let's look back on the history of the energy drinks, shall we? When we were in high school in 2005, it was Red Bull. Yeah, but then when we were in college in 2010, it was five-hour energy. When we were post-college in 2015... It was Monster Energy. Somewhere in there was Four loco, but honestly, we can't really remember. <laughs> it was a very short window, actually. Yeti's the energy drink industry. It's one of the top growth categories in beverage. It rose another 7% this year. And one of those booming energy drinks is Celsius. Celsius. It's like got a white can, futuristically silvery logo. How would you describe it, Jack? It's a drinkable can of Lululemon. <laughs> yeah, it's basically <laughs> spandex in a beverage. Tastes kind of like a gummy bear. It's like if a can of LaCroix bought an elliptical and did a lot of workouts, it would end up looking like a can of Celsius. In 2018, Celsius was a barely known publicly traded stock 
trading at just $3 a share. But Jack, where is Celsius energy drink stock today? $160 a share. It's up 4,000% in five years. Yeti, Celsius energy drink stock is up 4,000% since 2018. It's so big at this point that your local bodega probably has a Celsius-branded fridge just for Celsius. Now, Yetis, Jack and I heard these numbers. We got curious, and we had to know what is it driving Celsius energy. Was it viral marketing? Was it the brand equity? Was it a celebrity investor? Was it a proprietary formula? What was it? It was... None of the above. The Celsius energy drink surged thanks to one random lucky decision that happened eight years ago. Yetis, let's go back to 2015. Coca-Cola saw an energy drink opportunity, so it invested in Monster Energy. And part of the deal was that Monster had to switch its distribution over to Coca-Cola. Right. Monster Energy had to be distributed by Coca-Cola trucks, Coca-Cola's fleet, and get Coca-Cola's shelf space. So overnight, the previous distributors of Monster had a huge hole in their roster that they had to fill. Like suddenly their number one energy drink they'd been distributing to stores was like, it was gone. It was MIA. And according to Bloomberg reporting, those distributors quickly found a replacement. They replaced Monster with Celsius. Celsius. Celsius used to have just one row on the shelf at like your local deli. It was B-League. You needed a stool to get up to that top shelf to reach the can. And then some cat at the deli would like gnaw at you while you tried to reach for the Celsius. But then after this monster deal with Coke, Celsius had the whole shelf at eye level. Suddenly aisle six at Kroger, it's Celsius as far as the eye can see. When a huge opportunity showed up, Celsius was there to take it. That gym that always carried Monster Energy? The 7-Eleven nearby. Your local Wawa? They all started filling Monster Spot with Celsius cans. So Yeti's one decision by Coca-Cola eight years ago led to Celsius's rise today. It's kind of like when Drew Bledsoe got hurt and Tom Brady replaced him, went on to win like seven Super Bowls. Celsius, it's the TB12 of the energy <laughs> sector. So Jack, what's the takeaway for all our buddies who are entrepreneurs? What well, looks like an overnight success can actually be 20 years in the making. Yetis, get this. Celsius, it's actually 20 years old. Its founders have dedicated half their lives to this product. While it may seem like an overnight success to investors on Wall Street, it's actually 20 years of hard work. Because 90% of life is just showing up. And when Monster Energy left, Celsius showed up and capitalized on that big distribution opportunity. With that shelf space, Celsius delivered. And now it's a $12 billion company worth three lifts. This is a reminder that progress happens slowly and then suddenly it happens quickly. An overnight success is 20 years in the making. Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us for The Real Friday? This summer, the Barbie movie boosted Mattel's sales as the economy overall was popping. But stocks fell because investors don't look backward, they look forward. For our second story, Ford reached a tentative deal with the auto union offering workers a 25% pay raise. The negotiation lesson here, the art of anchoring. And our third and final story is Celsius. This energy drink stock is up 4,000% in five years because they replaced Monster. Yeti's what looks like an overnight success is actually 20 years in the making. But Yeti's this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. First, President Biden announced his intention to push for a two-state solution in the Middle East. He said that Israelis and Palestinians equally deserve to live side by side in safety, dignity, and peace. And second, it's officially the one-year anniversary of Elon taking over Twitter. And you know what? We just got data 
on how it's going. According to the Wall Street Journal, every social media app has gained monthly users in the past year, except Twitter. And finally, the Beatles' final song called Then and Now drops next Thursday on November 2nd, and it's not your typical Beatles song. It uses artificial intelligence to patch together John Lennon's voice from a bunch of tapes that Paul found. No joke, they literally used old tapes to recreate the Beatles. You can listen to the trailer right now. Now time for the best fact yet. This one sent in by Monica Jamlang over in lovely Clayton, California. We talked last week about the five new sports coming to the Olympics in 2028. We also talked about five sports that have been eliminated from the Olympics. But we didn't mention this one. Did you know that architecture used to be an Olympic sport? Yeah, Monica is an architect in California, and she told us that architecture was in the Olympics from 1912 to 1952. Now we know what you're thinking. Were they asked to build a design with Lincoln Logs on site? Like, were you getting like a silver medal for a skyscraper kind of a thing? You basically brought in designs and showed off photographs, and the winner was given medals. If you had a gravity-defying Corinthian buttress facade, boom, you got yourself a gold medal right there. The new extension at the Guggenheim? Yeah, that was me. Didn't take very long either. <laughs> <laughs> Yetis, you looked fantastic all week. Remember, if you want to have fun this weekend, you can play our Pop Biz Pop Quiz. Check it out at go.tboypod.com. We also got a link in this episode description. And if you're Jack, enjoy the weekend at a couple of car dealerships testing out a few chassis, man. The crucial decision factor for me is the cup holder. Never underestimate it. Yetis, celebrate the wins this weekend in some lovely costumes. Jack and I will see you Monday. Now, Yetis, before we go, Jack and I know we have a lot of listeners up in the state of Maine. And Nick and I know what's happening in the state right now is an awful and scary ongoing situation. Now, Mainers, we're talking to you right now. You're a beautiful state. You're a tough state. You go through incredibly hard winters and you're filled with really warm, really amazing people. Jack and I have visited and we think it's an amazing place. It's a salty state and Nick and I love the state of Maine. And we're thinking of you on this dark day for the state. Now, Jack... Let's get to the shout-outs. Clay Dragoset. Clay, we know you are celebrating a birthday down in the Boogie Down East Village. Have a fantastic party this weekend. And happy 33rd birthday to Gabby Laura in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And Adosa Osevige, happy birthday in Boston, just outside Boston. And happy birthday to Tommy Tish Ashimwe in Portland, Maine. And Jenny Herrera is having a birthday and she's about to have a baby birth birthday over in Falls Church, Virginia. Happy birthday to Brianna Wolke, who's celebrating while training for the Philadelphia Marathon. And Coach Denzel Walls has got a birthday celebration with the team in Savannah, Georgia. Happy 29th to Henry Gomez, who's celebrating on a cruise down in Miami. And is Isabel Weber is turning 25 with her puppy Dusty in lovely Arlington, Virginia. And happy birthday to Tyler Ferlin in Lake Villa, Illinois. Just outside Chicago. This man can rap the entire T-Boy intro, by the way. And congratulations and happy birthday to Jaron Gandelman over in San Francisco right here in the Ferry Building. Happy birthday to Melinda Runger, who's celebrating with a full moon in San Francisco. And Marika Mendoza is turning 60 with a 16-course meal at the French Laundry not too shabby. Save us some sides. 16 courses. And that's not including the wine pairing. 30 sips of wine. Pop that Pinot, Marika. 
<laughs> and congratulations to Jay and Kay, who are celebrating an engagement anniversary in Seattle. And Marina and Brock are celebrating a four-year anniversary together with a trip across the ocean. And huge news for James and Jamie. They're moving in together with their cat in beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan. Huge step, James and Jamie. Jack and I, we're pumped for you. That cat's pretty lucky, too. This is Jack. Nick and I both own stock of Lululemon and ETFs of the S&P 500, and I own stock of Ford. If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. We want to get to know you. Nick and Jack here. I want to quickly tell you about the show, Business Wars. With the launch of ChatGPT, Sam Altman and OpenAI reinvigorated our imaginations and fears of a world with artificial intelligence. While the company looked like a stunning success from the outside, a battle was brewing within. Almost a year after launching ChatGPT, that battle erupted into a war when the company fired its charismatic CEO, Sam Altman. From Wondery, Business Wars is a podcast about the biggest corporate rivalries of all time. And in the newest season, host David Brown digs into the philosophical differences within OpenAI that culminated in Sam Altman's shocking firing and what it means for the future and safety of AI in the modern world. Follow Business Wars on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And for more deep dive and daily business content, listen on Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, the best one yet, business movers, and many more. Wondery means business.